Welcome to the Fancy Sports Cave. Welcome to Charge Up Charger Podcast. We host Sports Guy David B and Lucas Raise You. How are you doing today, man? I'm doing great, bro. How are you? I'm doing fantastic. As you know, the Chargers won. It was an ugly one. We're going to get into that right now, but it was a Thursday night game, so we had a victory weekend, which was good to uh, feel. It's been a while since that happened. So uh, let's get right into it. Lucas, what was your initial thoughts and reactions? Yeah, great to come away with another victory. And um, it's hard to come across those nowadays, Charger fans. But uh, a game where the Raiders lost Derek Carr very early on, but Mar- Marcus Mariota came in and he actually played very solid, I think. And I don't think that losing Derek Carr changed too much, changed the outcome of the game too much um, because this is a team that's been struggling as of late. Uh, Marcus Mariota just burned the Chargers actually on the ground as well, nine carries for 88 yards. And Darren Waller as well did put in work. He had nine receptions for 150 yards and a touchdown. So this is a Raiders team that actually did get stuff going. Um, they had a, a total of 173 total rushing yards. So uh, they, they were effective, but it just it was good to see the Chargers come away with a victory. Overtime, a walk-off victory with Herbert uh, on the last play. Another game against the Raiders where it came down to the last play at the goal line, but it was just felt good to come away with a victory and just keep building upon something. What about you? What do you think about this game? Um, I just thought it was a, it was a little ugly, um, just all over the place from Raiders side and the and the Chargers side. Uh, as you know, Derek Carr, like he said, went out on the first drive with a something with his groin, so they put Marcus Mariota in, and he's a different type of quarterback. He's very mobile. Um, that's what he's known for in Oregon. That was what he's known for in Tennessee. That's why they drafted him so high. As you know, he is a Heisman winner, um, and I don't think the Chargers game planned. For Mariota, obviously, but they didn't just either. Um, they, 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 the Raiders ran designed plays for Mariota to run, and I feel like the Chargers were just like kind of playing like I think they're oblivious to the fact that Mariota's is in, and they just let him run. He ran for eighty-eight yards, as you know, and I don't know. They just didn't. They didn't change to him, and a lot of stuff happened. Like first downs or critical moments happen because they didn't um, defensively change their game plan, so that was really bug. That was really bugging me. But um, there was a lot of plays. Oh my god, where where to start? Um, uh, There's a couple dropped interceptions from us. Um, a lot of penalties that didn't get called on us. I don't know if you've seen it. A lot of push offs and receivers. Uh, um, who who hit Hunter Renfro was out with a concussion because mm-hmm. I forgot who came in like a like a goddamn missile on a kick return and knocked him out. Had helmet helmet contact. A lot of missed calls on this one, um, and the fact to win it. And 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 of course the Chargers. Uh, the, the couple plays before the game ended, uh, guy in with a fifty three yarder. Right at the one, and then we try oh, two, three times to get in, and we don't. And I thought that I thought we were gonna lose. I mean, this is such a charge of thing to do is to get out the one yard line and not win. I, I was I was going through the motions. Me and my dad were watching at his tattoo shop. We were going through the motions, um, but we did see Justin Herbert throw for three hundred yards, two touchdowns, no interceptions. Um, this is without Keenan Allen and Mike Williams for the majority of the game. So we had a guy like Galen Guyton. And Tyron Johnson step up big time at Hunter Henry. Um, a great tight end. I'm glad um, he's been healthy this long. And uh, him and Darren Waller, the future tight end uh, stars in this league, for sure. Yeah, and um, this game, I mean, 30 to 27, it feels good for the Chargers to finally start scoring points again. And 
I was there. A, was there a time management? I'm trying to think. What this game was more than a few days ago now. Was there any time management? Uh, there's um, a time cues? where he should have called a timeout a little earlier, and they just waited a little longer. And I was just like, was that the uh, overtime one? I, I think so. Yeah. yeah. And then also, um, we have a missed field goal by Badgley again. The special teams' uh, woes continue. Uh, if he makes that, then maybe this game doesn't even go to overtime. If he makes both of them, he missed two. Yeah. See, there you go. So, uh, yeah, it's it's tough for n- tough season for Badgley. I think he's out of the out of the door now. Um, for sure. Kind of crazy how he still has the job, though. I think he has the most missed kicks uh, by any kicker in the league now. So uh, it's, it hasn't been getting any better for Badgley, who has not been money. And uh, I, I guess uh, they signed you know, a, a guy to their practice squad a few weeks ago and a new long snapper. Um, but after that, like, I, I haven't heard anything. And um, you know, I thought that maybe they were going to you know, have some competition, change things, move pieces around. But literally, all we heard was uh, that they they changed um, and updated the practice squad. But not, nothing happened to Badgley, and he, he's just uh, man, he's just frustrating to watch. It's it's very tough to watch Badgley, I think, right now. And um, I think I don't know. Besides besides the defense uh, not playing good and having some really bad tackles, I think that this is the one where. Uh, Adderley just let let someone walk in too. Um, maybe I'm getting no. Ad, Ad, Adderley wasn't playing; he was out. Oh, okay, yeah. So, uh, oh, this is where uh, Rayshon. Sorry, I'm thinking two weeks ago. This is where Rayshon and and uh, Jalen Watkins were sitting back there at safety. I actually kind of like them. Uh, I think Jalen Watkins is pretty solid at uh, safety back there. Um, closing speed. I think he's just a little bit better at you know closing to the defender. So, um, th- I'm just trying to think of some positives and negatives. But that, that's what I, I really think. Something. It's so hard to talk about something new about the Chargers because they're, they're almost the same exact team uh, every single – they are the same exact team every single week. They don't they don't improve. But this they just got uh, almost outchargered by the Raiders, I feel like, this game. And, and that's why we ended with the W. Yeah, and the, the best part about this, we, we knocked the Raiders out of playoff contention. And um, I think that's the best – I mean, it was like the Super Bowl to us. Um, to us Charger fans, man, Twitter was going crazy. I was going insane. Um, I, I couldn't even drive. I was shaking so much. I, I almost have to like pull over driving because I from from my dad's shop to my house after that because I was shaking so much. I was so excited, and it's so sad that saying that Charger fans excited for a win over the Raiders because it's been two years and we knocked them out of the playoffs. But this deep in the season, I just want to get that excitement back. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like uh, I want I want to be in playoff contention, but. I think next year um, things are going to change, hopefully. But um, I'm just proud of this team, what they did without Keenan Allen. Keenan Allen was on a snap count. He only had uh, he only had what a couple looks his way. Keenan Allen only had one catch for 17 yards, um, one rush for negative one yards. Mike Williams only had two two touch uh, two catches for 22 yards. So um, I'm I'm really proud that these guys stepped up big time, and I'm just like wow, like. Uh, if Michael Badgley and Sanctos those field goals have been different, our defense held um, in overtime to a field goal. Um, our Renzo defense actually been pretty pretty decent, and um, I'm just really proud of this team. And um, I almost cried when Justin Herbert said, "I'm proud to be a Charger." I was just like, "Oh my god, I'm about to cry right now." <laughs> she was in this in this post game press conference. I was like, "Oh shit!" Like here it comes. But uh, now with the Raiders, I mean, if 
is there – I know this is a Charger podcast, but is there a quarterback controversy there, you think? You think uh, Derek Carr is going to lose his job? Um, I don't know. I think I think Mariota poses an interesting problem, especially if uh, Derek Carr starts struggling again. I mean, second season in a row where they just imploded at the back half of the season right before they were going to go to the playoffs. And, uh, you know, maybe Marcus Mariota, I mean, if they're mathematically eliminated, why not uh, see what you have in Mariota? I feel like the Raiders are a team that's going to try to entice – uh, multiple quarterbacks this offseason um, trying to figure out, I mean, what they have. They did it last year when they picked up Mariota as a backup, but but look what happened. He got thrown in there and, you know, he actually made things happen. So I think there's some possible uh, landing spots for uh, QBs for them to land. I think maybe Sam Darnold could be interesting. I think um, throwing a couple of draft picks towards the Texans for maybe Deshaun Watson could be interesting. So I think that they do have some type of quarterback questions lingering around but going back to real quick to um justin herbert i think that that last play was insane we kind of forget how how big this guy is and he doesn't look that much like six six yeah six six he's a it's insane and uh he might even still be growing like i don't know about taller uh six six is still pretty damn tall but uh also he just could still be like maturing like his body i think he's uh not even close to looking like a grown man yet so that power that he had at the goal line just to 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 get there and, and break through the tackles and cross the plane with the ball like before he even gets down. I think that was such a such a crazy play because he, he looks so strong right there and, and this is something that Chargers never do is QB sneak, but it worked right there and, and you know maybe he'll he'll get better at it and this will be like a signature move of his like Tom Brady's QB sneak. But like you said, also, the wide receiver stepped up big today, and I thought that was great. I think that's a telling sign for the future of whether or not uh, players like Mike Williams will come back or he'll be replaced by someone like Jalen Guyton. I think Jalen Guyton definitely uh, solidified his spot on this roster for sure until next season. But also Tyron Johnson now, I think he's stepping up very uh, big time. And so uh, I just think uh, there's there's some questions here on the Chargers side as well that they need to answer, but but uh, I think that starting the picture is starting to become more and more clear for next season. Yeah, the um, I'll go back to the Mariota and Derek Carr theme real quick. Um, I think they will bring a bunch of quarterbacks in. Even Raider fans are tired of Derek Carr, but his his passing completion rating has always been the highest, leading the league most of the time. But he is thirty. They did sign Mariota to a, a two year, seventeen million dollar uh, contract. So that's a lot of that's a lot of um, God. What's the word I'm looking for? A lot of. Uh, investment i would say for a backup quarterback um sam darnold that would be interesting deshaun watson i would hate that because that dude is crazy talented but we'll see um i'll keep an eye on that because i have a lot of raider fans and they didn't like the did you see my tiktok they didn't like that video i tagged i tagged <laughs> fans in that one and sent it to like a bunch um but uh what were you saying what were, what were we saying oh yeah just herbert yeah he's six six so let me ask you this question if we did not get it on that third down because it was a penalty and made it second and that was the third down, would you gone for it on fourth? Um, hold on one second. Would I have gone for it on fourth down? I, uh, which which part of the game? At the very end. If if Justin Herbert didn't get the QB sneak and it's at the half-yard line, would you oh. go for it on fourth? Yeah, I think I would have. Um, you got to go for the win right there. I mean, you cannot try to fucking – go for another field goal or tie the game. And uh, why, why reward Badgley with, you know, trying to 
trying to save it at the end. I, I, you have nothing to lose. Just knock the Raiders out of the playoffs. I was so happy that um, Chargers won against the Raiders. Like, after the game, I was literally, like, screaming, like, a few Raiders. Like, it felt so good to finally get a division win. And, uh, yeah, I, we just got to get them out of there. I, I think you got to go for the win right there. You have nothing to lose, especially. And, and even if you did have playoff implications on the line, I think you definitely do right there. I mean, you're at the one-yard line. you got to convert that. Oh, I'm just, I was just wanting your opinion because Anthony Lynn would probably kick a field goal or have a dumb play. Or how, what was your thoughts? This really pissed off my dad. It was that uh, third down. Uh, we just got the interception. It was a third down, and they, they, they do a play action, and we got sacked, and we got knocked out of field goal range, and we, and we still tried it. It was like a 50-something yarder. What was your thoughts on that play where he should have ran it to, to, to melt down the clock a little bit more to like 40 seconds and then kick a field goal because we were like 30 yards, you know, within 45 yards because Badgley doesn't miss within 45, anything further than that, you know. But we got uh, – Justin Humber got sacked 15, 20 yards and we missed the field goal. So what was your thoughts on that play? Do you know what play I'm talking about? I'm not sure. I know there was a time where I think that, that we iced our own kicker um, by taking a timeout. But uh, it just goes to show how – uh, it's it's hard to keep track with all of these uh, miscues by Anthony Lynn, these misjudgments and uh, bad calls. So it's honestly, I, I I'll take your word for it at this point. And uh, it just sounds terrible. It just sounds terrible. But there was a lot of miscues all around. Even on defense, there were, like you said, a few dropped interceptions um, that were huge. I mean, Casey Hayward needed it, uh, needed that, and uh, you know you gotta you gotta make those plays and reward reward your young quarterback to um, help him out, but. Uh, I just can't get enough of this kid. Some of the throws that he made was just Mahomes-like. And I, I've been saying all year that he, he has the same exact skill set as Mahomes. And and really, uh, we don't know what his ceiling is yet. But Yeah. Um. Well, yeah, that play was – ooh, my dad was so pissed. Well, we should have – because it was like – excuse me. It was like a minute some left. Third down, we would have ran the ball. They ran out – they were out of timeouts. And the clock would have went down to like – 50 seconds, kick a field goal, within 40, we would have the lead. And then we had to just hold them off for 40 seconds, which is a lot easier than um, missing the field goal and then them, them getting a short field and then tying it up. Um, yeah, my dad was livid. I was I was insanely pissed. Um, I was just like – I was looking at this right now. It says it was a third and two. It was a third and two, and they passed it. And they, they roll out. Justin Herbert rolls out, and Austin Eckler was the, the main guy, but he was covered. And they got sacked out of field goal range for Michael Badgley. And um, the only – that Anthony Lynn loves to run it all the time, but with the, fa- the only time where you're supposed to run it, they pass it. And I was just like, oh, my God. And I thought I thought we were going to lose big time. But, um, yeah, Justin Herbert, man, that's – people are saying Mahomes. He, he's They're comparing him to Mahomes, but then you start comparing it to himself. Because I'm tired of Mahomes, the Mahomes comparisons. He is, he is himself. He can make those plays. Um, well, they're going to start comparing Mahomes to him soon. I'm going to tell you that right now. But, uh, uh, man, this this game got me up and down like a roller coaster for real. Like, I was I was going through the motions and everything. But uh, overall, I think that the um, – I think these teams are just – like, they're, they're almost the same exact team. Same exact division, and um, I mean, last last time we versed each other, um, Parham just didn't hold on to the ball. If we would have done, if we would have held on to that ball a second longer, then we would have won. 
So it was one play difference, and in this game too, it was a one play difference. And um, I would say I think we're actually probably equal. Record shows a little different. We're five and nine, and and the thing is, if the Raiders lose out and we win out, we'll be the same exact record, and that will save me like two hundred dollars. I made two. I made two one hundred dollar bets that the Chargers will have a better record. Oh man! Than the Raiders. So I'm really hoping the Raiders lose out and the Chargers win out. So uh, save me some two hundred dollars. They play but, uh, the Dolphins next, and then they end the season with the Broncos. The Chargers play the Broncos next, and then end the season with the Chiefs. So that's tough. I'm hoping the Chiefs already clinched the first seed or whatever because they probably did already, and they just wrestle their starters. That might happen. That's yeah. my, what I'm banking on. The Broncos, though, they're they're assholes. So we got to watch out for them. <laughs> that's the only one I'm really concerned about. Oh man. But the Chargers have to win out, and the Raiders have to lose out in order for me to uh, to win that bet. But um, a lot of injuries all over the board, and we got it done. Chargers win 30-27. I predicted the score right. Did you, did I, did you see that? Yeah, yeah, you did tell me. Um, a good prediction. Yeah, 30-27. I thought it was going to be a heartfelt game. I really wish they use a, a Donald Parham a little bit more. That dude is like 6'8", or I don't know. He's tall. He's a tall dude. I feel like they need to utilize him a little more, especially with the short staff of wide receivers. We've seen KJ Hill have three receptions. He only had four receptions coming in this game. Um, so injuries, I, I don't like saying injuries are a blessing, but you can look at the silver lining, like all oh, these other guys are going to step up. And if uh, any casual football fan doesn't know who Galen Guyton is or Tyron Johnson. So um, I think these, both these guys, I was thinking about, I think about like us drafting a wide receiver, but I'm, I'm comfortable with these four guys, Keenan Allen, Mike Will, Guyton, Tyron Williams, and then Don Hill, Donald Parham. I'm comfortable with that receiving core, to be honest. And Hunter Henry. I think, yeah, I'm, I'm, I think I'm fully comfortable with that. I think if you get a better O-line, then you'll see, really see what these guys are capable of because, you know, Justin Herbert with more time and these guys with more time to run down the field will get a little bit more creative and then you'll see uh, what these guys can really bring to the table because I feel like uh, they've been so limited and the past plays have been just very much pattern. You know, uh, you can see that it's all a lot of screens and these a lot of short intermediate routes, these drag routes, but you got to get something going downfield, especially when he has that big arm. You know, uh, you, you kind of get lucky whenever the Raiders or another opposing team gets a blown coverage and Jalen Guyton is just running downfield and streaking and one-on-one and, -on -one and gets past the secondary and, you know, that Herbert bomb comes in. It's, it's occasional and it's timing. And it's timely, but uh, you know, th there's more. There's more to Justin Herbert's game that we we just have yet to see, and and to these receivers. But with next year, a full training camp and a better preseason, and and everything, um, I, I do like what these guys have on paper. I, I totally agree, and maybe even guys that we haven't really seen and nothing out of really all year, like KJ Hill, could step up big next year. Like I said, we don't. I don't think Mike Williams is going to be coming back, but. Um, the guys that we have around and maybe how the draft will end up. Never know. You never really know. Yeah. And guys in the um, speed is, is the way to go right now. You see Tyree kill, you see Hollywood Brown, you see those guys speed is the way to go. So guy in, if, if he just gets better as a route runner, better of separation, then that dude could be a, a real big threat. So I'm going to keep my, my eye on him, but I'm all right. Moving on to the, um, Preview, we're versing the Denver Broncos, and the Denver Broncos, let's see, They, I think they won yesterday. No, no, they lost against the Bills majorly. Oh, oh, okay, I was like, yeah, they lost on Saturday. Yeah, 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 I, I was so happy to see that because um, 
Stephon Diggs went off, but he came off with injury. But um, so the Bills are the real deal. We seen we seen them two two sixty two touchdowns. Run game was established too. Can't wait to talk about that um, this later this week. But Drew Locke was held to one hundred thirty two yards. Melvin Gordon only had sixty one yards. Phil Lindsay had thirty two. Melvin Gordon had two touchdowns, and then Noah Fant. This 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 offense like I'm back and forth with this offense because I just hate the Denver Broncos because they're divisional, but they're 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 talented. Uh, Jerry Judy, uh, KJ Hamler, Tim Patrick. No offense, probably the youngest starting offense that I ever seen. Maybe the Jaguars is probably a little younger, but this is probably up there and or they're pretty um they're pretty uh, young here. So a lot of potential, um. Obviously, with the talent, but uh, I just think they're just missing too much pieces, and their offensive line is a little shaky. So uh, I think the Chargers. I want the Chargers to win this one. As you know, the Broncos came back on a, I think, a double-digit deficit last time. Um, this Chargers are um, just came off a win. That's a lot of momentum for Chargers uh, for the Chargers right now because they haven't come off a lot of wins this year. So um, I think the Chargers will win this one, and I think it's going to be another close one. I think it'll be like. 27 to 24, giving the Chargers the dub. I'm concerned because, you know, the running game for the Denver looks good still. I mean, Melvin Gordon and Philip Lindsay both had 11 carries each, but Gordon had 61 yards and two touchdowns. Lindsay ends up with 38. And, yeah, I still think that they, they're going to have a good chance to re- replicate uh, what the Raiders had success with running the ball last week. And maybe Denver just got way too far behind, way too quick against Buffalo to even continue running the ball, but I think that they were off to a great start. And also Noah Fant, the tight end for Denver, had a really efficient game, eight receptions, 68 yards, and a touchdown. Uh, after we struggled to contain Darren Waller, uh, just Noah Fant, um, a guy that the Broncos have seen step up multiple times this this year, and really the Broncos team, that they, they always seem to have someone step up um, every single week. It, it's not the same person, but it could be Noah Fant, Sometimes it's Melvin Gordon, sometimes it's Jerry Judy, and sometimes it's even Tim Patrick. But they have so many young players, like you said, KJ Hamler, I love as well. And uh, this is just a team that poses interesting problems for the Chargers just because they know the Chargers so well. And their defense, I still think, is a solid. They had a terrible game against the Bills, but Josh Allen is playing at the MVP level, and I think maybe he should get it. Um, I would love to see him or or Aaron Rodgers get it, but um, they, you know, they had two rec- – the, the Bills did. They had two receivers over uh, 100 receiving yards – so and uh, two other ones with a touchdown each. So um, one way to attack this Denver Broncos defense is to spread the love, like how Justin Herbert has been doing last week. But you know, um, one thing I forgot to mention last week that I think could really change things up and maybe change the outcome for the Broncos for this game against the Broncos, uh, come out with a W. Justin Herbert was going up against to the line of scrimmage and changing plays, like he was actually calling these audibles. And this is something that I kind of mentioned like earlier in one of these podcasts that like. You know, one of the things that he hasn't just hasn't done yet is call these audibles. And and that's, this is something that happens with time, learning the playbook more and recognizing defenses more. Well, uh, it, when he started doing it this past Thursday, I, it caught me off guard because I, I didn't expect to see that. This part, this is something that's part of his game now or is starting to become part of his game. Uh, if it is, uh, defenses better look out because, you know, the athleticism that he has and then add – you know, the cerebral part of the game to it and dissecting defenses, calling the right plays, checking out of the worst ones and, and, and making sure you have the best matchups. That, that is scary right there. And I think that maybe if we see that continue against Denver, uh, you know, this this could be a 
you know, the turning point of not really the season because you can't save this season, but the turning point of growth and on the win streak at the end of the year to build off something strong for next year. Uh, very, very encouraging, I think. Yeah, um, I'm glad you brought that up because uh, I remember as as the whole NFL, every NFL fan knows, the pain Manning of uh, that, that dude is just the godfather of just audibles. I mean, he'll be just yelling everything out, changing plays. Even in Madden, when, when Peyton Manning was in there, they'll change the plays at least once or twice per play. And I was like, man, that, I didn't understand that as a kid. And then I see last <laughs> night, I seen last night Cole McCoy yelling out a bunch of things and they they didn't get the dub, but Cole McCoy is um he's a he's a longtime vet and um and he was changing up place too. If yeah, Justin Herbert, he's a smart dude. I mean he got four and I think Biochem, oh my god, I can't. Then they got a higher than a four dude. Yeah, he got a higher than a four That dude's a smart kid. And um and I'm glad we got him. And uh if he could switch up audibles like that and, and confuse defenses, that would just be great. Um I want Tony Romo to uh commentate one of the Chargers games because I want him to talk about his opinion about Justin Herbert because Tony Romo is a better commentator than quarterback. I'm going to tell you that right now. That dude could dissect a whole play and tell you exactly what's going on. Uh, I love Tony Romo in the booth. Oh, speaking of, did you see Akeem Tlaib in the booth this past weekend? Oh, yeah, because someone tweeted he's a terrible commentator. Someone <laughs> tweeted that. That's I actually was, liked him. He was great. I thought really? I liked him a lot. I, liked I, think, him a lot. A, I think it was a, a Charger hater just being salty. I don't know. Yeah, someone tweeted that, and I was like, I don't know, I don't know what he means by that because I, I forgot he retired. But um, he's uh, I always get him and Chris Harris mixed up. They're both bald, right? <laughs> yeah. But, you know, Akita Lee, man, like, he, he provides, like, an interesting insight, like how Tony Romo does – for, as a quarterback, like through the eyes of a quarterback, like he's able to really tell you what's going on on the defensive side and what, what these corners are saying or thinking in their head and, and secondary. I, I think it's such a cool perspective. And he does he does have that Tony Romo type effect where he helps you understand the game a lot better than you probably would have just looking at it by yourself. What uh, what station? What network? He was on Fox. Yeah. It was on, did, it was on. did they sign him? I don't know. Um because it felt so random. I, I could have been a guest. I know he did one last month or about a m- more than a month ago. And that one was pretty solid. There's like a little um, highlight tape video. If you look up like Akib Tlaib commentating on, on YouTube. Uh, he has some cool cool little clips that are explaining things. And he, he's actually pretty solid. He's entertaining. I think he's more entertaining than people give him credit for. I think that people just new to him. And uh, he's a little bit more excited than, uh, than uh, other people. Because he just retired. And he's talking about like these players, but really these are like his colleagues. These are former teammates. These are players he went against. These are coaches he's went against. So it, he has like a very intimate connection. So it's almost like he's talking about his friends um, when he's talking about these players. And I feel like if you think about that in that um, in that perspective, you could see, oh yeah, he's actually, uh, he's bringing something to the game here. I think he's going to stay for Fox actually. He should, or someone else should sign him because I think he's, He's a, he's a superstar in the booth waiting to happen, I think. But that, that's a whole different conversation, though. He's oh, good. Oh, that's, that's pretty cool. I definitely got to check that out. Yeah, because someone tweeted it, and I was just like, oh. I mean, we're, the Chargers don't play Sunday. I was just, like, chilling. I just I did a catering event Saturday, so I was, like, tired. So I was just like, I'm just going to play Madden all day. Um, <laughs> but um, what was what's your score prediction here for the Bills and the, the Denver Broncos? Uh, the Chargers, Broncos. I think that the Chargers are going to actually win this one. Um a team that winning streaks are, are always good, building upon that. Justin Herbert just keeps getting better, and it's crazy to say that. So I'll say that the Chargers, I think they have to run it up, though, first very quickly. And I think they, I, I don't know, uh, hopefully they do. I want to see it. 
I've been calling some losses for the Chargers. That hopefully let's be right about a let's be right about a victory. So I'll say the Chargers win. Um, they got to come out to an early lead, but if they do, uh, I think it'd be 31-20. 31-20. Oh right, your computer just sounds like it's about to explode. Yeah, I didn't realize that my microphone <laughs> my microphone wasn't even in the whole time, so that's why it's using my computer microphone. So I'm sorry. Oh. No, 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 no problem. We can hear you loud and clear. All right, guys. Well, there you have it. Charged Up Charger podcast. As you know, um, Chargers won. We're all happy. Uh, a lot of people weren't happy because we want us to tank, but we still got a top top 10 pick. As long as we get a top 10 yeah, pick. Yeah, we I'm dropped gonna... so far, though. <laughs> how, how far did we drop? We're like to like number nine now. It's crazy. Oh, damn. All right. Well, um, I want us <laughs> to win now. I just want us to win now for my selfish um, agenda. But um, Lucas Reyes, where can they find you on social media? You can find me on Twitter at SugarFreeLucas, where you see my pinned tweet as a third of all of our podcasts. And that's also how you enter our uh, $100 NFL shop gift card giveaway. Uh, all you have to do is like, retweet, and comment under that third of podcasts. And then you must follow Sports Guy David, me, and the Fantasy Sports Game on Twitter. Those simple things, each like, retweet, or comment is a is an entry. So multiple entries are allowed. Keep entering like throughout all these podcasts. And then you just wait till the end of the month to see if you won. But that's it. David, where can we find you on social? You can find me at Sports Guy David on all social media. And I was so excited that the Chargers won. I bought all these goodies um, that I'm going to raffle off. Um, it's a Justin Herbert card and some other goodies. I'm going to keep a surprise. I'm going to probably post a video today um, promoting it. All you got to do is just make an interaction. That's it. I'm going to do it both on Instagram and Twitter. So I'm just all you got to do is just do an interaction. I don't care just if you look at it. I wish I could see people who looked at it. But um, I'm going to do a video and, sh- and show you guys what I'm about to raffle off because I'm so happy that the Chargers knocked off the Raiders of playoff contention. But, yeah, go ahead and follow me, Sports Guy You can buy Sports Guy David merch, a Sports Guy David care package supporting breast cancer. All profits go to breast cancer. It comes with a T-shirt, four stickers, two hollow, two regular, a pin, and a keychain. And it's all 30 bucks, including shipping. You'll get it within three days. Um, but, yeah, go ahead and follow me, Sports Guy David, Lucas Reyes, and a fancy sports cave. And from all of us here from the Fantasy Sports Cave, we are out.